Here's a Christmas reflection for dads. There's a Bible verse that you are going to hear at least a dozen times this Christmas season. But I want to tell you something about this verse that you've never thought about before. Now, this is a verse that's going to come up in uh, carol services and Advent plays. If somebody gives you a greeting card, it's not unlikely it's written onto the cover. Uh, in this verse, it's Isaiah 9, 6. Uh, what we read there is that unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And his name shall be Wonderful Counselor, a Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now, what you've thought about already is that that verse is referring to Jesus. Let me pull out something you've probably not thought about. And that is that one of the roles that Jesus fulfills is that of Everlasting Father. Now, you got to ask the question, what does that mean? Uh, does this mean that Jesus is actually God the Father? That's not what's being said there. Uh, Jesus is not Father in relation to God the Father. What that verse is telling us from Isaiah is that Jesus reveals fatherly love for his people. Now, here's the significance of this. Do you want to learn what it means to be a loving dad? If your answer is yes, then what we need to be reflecting on over this Christmas season is the love that Jesus demonstrates for his people because he is fulfilling this role as everlasting father. And in doing so, he's teaching us something about what it means for us to be dads as well. So let's ask a question. Uh, what were fathers meant to do in ancient Israel? Because that's the time in which uh, Isaiah lived. And so when he says that the Messiah will be everlasting father, what is he thinking about? What do fathers do or what should they do? And I'll highlight three things for you. In ancient Israel, fathers were, first of all, they were called to protect their families. Now, you see an example of this when a Lot, the nephew of Abraham, is kidnapped. What does Abraham do? He doesn't sit back. He goes after and he rescues his nephew. A second thing fathers were called to do was to lead their families in worship. If you read through the pages of Genesis, you will find these patriarchs, they're building altars and calling on the name of the Lord. That's what fathers do. Uh, they demonstrate and model that what matters most is not success, it's not building projects, it's not um, you know, money and wealth. It's actually communing with the living God. And the third thing that fathers were called to do was to teach their children to walk in covenant with God. The great example of that is Deuteronomy 6, where a father is taking his son, putting the things of the covenant within his heart so he can then pass them on to the next generation. Now, once you see this, you can ask the question, do we see Jesus doing these things on our behalf in the Gospels? And the answer is, of course, yes, that he is protecting us. Uh, every demon he cast out, going into the wilderness to do battle with the devil, all of this is protecting and guarding us from the evil that otherwise would oppress us. Do we see Jesus uh, leading his household in worship? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> whether we're thinking about the, the Last Supper or the cross itself, which is an altar that enables communion with God. Jesus is the high priest that leads us in worship. And does he teach us? And again, the answer is yes. The Sermon on the Mount is the great sermon teaching us what it means to walk down paths of righteousness. So dads, uh, what does this mean for you? Well, these are some things that you can think about over the Christmas season. How do you take this fatherly love and reveal it within your own home? What that looks like is, first of all, to protect your children. We live in a difficult time, lots of darkness, lots of evil influences. What does it look like for you to take seriously your role to protect your household? Secondly, 
What does it look like for you to lead your household in worship? It's so easy as dads to model that actually what matters most, it is money, or it is success, or it is popularity. That's not what we want our kids to see in us. We want them to remember from us that our testimony was that what mattered most was walking in communion and calling on the name of the living God. And the third thing, are you passing the ways of the covenant to your children? And all I mean by that is, are you teaching your children what it means to follow Jesus? Are you raising them up as disciples of Jesus? Guys, there's so many other things that we can get distracted by as dads. But over the Christmas season, reflect on the meaning that Jesus is everlasting Father. He reveals the fatherly love of God to us. And don't stop there, but then ask the next question, how do I take that love and reflect it within my own home? May the Lord bless you in this Christmas season.